Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pods Toggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet. Here to do something we haven't done in a little while, talk some news of the world of professional wrestling. Over Skype, I have the other four members of the Swoggle Squad here with me. First, we'll start, where is he this week? Michael Witten. I'm home, baby. I'm Nashville, Tennessee, enjoying the perks of being at home, which means sleeping in your own bed and eating sandwiches for lunch and... Walking up a but walking upstairs about twenty times a day because my office is upstairs. Get my workout in. So every time you go out of town, you never eat a sandwich for lunch. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> well, it's because I never I never eat lunch. I'm usually at where I'm at from like nine to five, so I never eat lunch. Working man, you need to eat some eat some sandwiches on the road. Sandwiches on the road is a great thing to do. Those might be like violations. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because it's because it's my choice. It's my choice whether I want to or not. So we haven't got yet there in our investigation. So I'll let you know when that comes up in a couple of years. Uh, <laughs> got it. Uh, e, you just heard him a second ago in Chicago, Illinois. Is rich. Hey, do yourself a favor and unlike me, never notice how gigantic Steve Cutler's mouth is. Moving on. What? <laughs> Why? Okay, you're watching NXT just a little bit too closely. One and I am shocked that I knew who you were talking about. I'm just saying. It's going to be like the arrow in the FedEx logo. Once you see it, you'll never not see it. <laughs> oh, my God. I just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to Google a man's mouth. <laughs> uh, uh, be, uh, what's the ratio of men's mouth you, mouths you've Googled to women's mouths you've Googled? Speaking of women's mouths, you've Googled in New York is Tope. Man, go buck yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, I went out with my one of my good friends last night, and SmackDown was on, and she was like, I used to love wrestling. I used to think Matt and Jeff Hardy were so hot. And I showed her broken Jeff and broken Matt. Oh no! And it sounded like the sound of a pussy deflating. Was <laughs> all I heard. So, so it was a negative one, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh. so what you're saying is that night you did not say, "I knew you'd come." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't delete her pussy. Um, no. <laughs> hey, this is my friend. I'm, I'm sure she's a nice lady. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> to your friend. Uh, and finally, in Miami, is Augie. 60% of all my fingers are so stinky right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure oh, out why. What's the ratio... What's the ratio of how many fingers per hand? That could be a whole hand and just one of the other ones. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
love how I, I, know, I love how I digest I these now. Like sixty percent of all my fingers, I'm like, uh huh, yeah. <laughs> oh I'm yeah, in, I'm in. Don't think that I didn't just sit there and construct exactly how I wanted to say it. <laughs> uh, I'm telling Augie a story, baby. Augie is still uh, off the show for suspend uh, for violating our wellness policy. <laughs> <laughs> what do we violate uh, it with? Uh, I don't know, but it's probably if, if another that was a real thing. Tattoo. Probably, <laughs> uh, if that was if that was the case, he would have never been on the show to begin with. Probably, um, we are once again joined by our good friend uh, from Dolton's Ball, and our, just our good friend in life, Spencer Hamilton, is here. Spencer, what's up? Hey, I, I'm I'm doing so good, dude. So good. So good. I'm excited. I'm excited to see everybody here next weekend. But at Spencer, I feel like I'm Dorothy trying to point out the scarecrow at the end of Wizard of Oz. I might be most excited to see you the most. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the best. Yeah, that does uh, make Rich the Cowardly Lion and uh, <laughs> Tope's Dead Man win your Toto. Why to be Toto? I mean, you're the one that gets to ride around in my basket. We spend the most time together. If, if that makes up for anything. Also, yeah, I think. I don't know. Yeah, isn't Toto like the inciting incident anyway? Yeah, Toto. To, well, oh, honestly, like I just we watched Wizard of Oz a little while ago. Not the good in the mirror movies. Toto's a little bitch. All right, <laughs> hey, well, fuck you, Toto. Yeah, he causes a lot of trouble. None of this would have started if it wasn't for fucking Toto. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're off the rails. Um, let's <laughs> <get>. <laughs> it was a dream the entire fucking time. First off, spoilers, but who gives a fuck? None of that happened. I'm sorry. I really hope there's one person that has no idea what the Wizard of Oz is. I'm like, what the shit? I do want to see the director's cut version of Wizard of Oz without the dream, where it's just... (laughs) She's uh, convalescing in a bed. She she runs out in the middle of a tornado, gets hit by a piece of fucking wood. Right, right. There's a laser. Oh my god! There's a gushing wound. (laughs) Yeah, real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what she said about a scarecrow, but <laughs> Tope, I'm sure RJ would ask you, but is that kind of like what the Wiz is like? I don't know. <laughs> He's seen it more times than I have, so I can't answer. That. <laughs> it's true. All right, so what we're doing today? Uh, we got to recap some news in the world of wrestling. It's been a little while since we discussed that, so we'll go over uh, recent pay per views, go over some injuries, go over some title stuff. All that good stuff throughout all the companies. But first, we have to take care of the top Pod Swoggle title on Twitch, the Swoggle Squad Championship. Uh, of course, the past couple weeks, we've already had in the can, so I haven't been able to officially announce on the on the podcast. Your new Pod Swoggle champion is Ethan Carter III, a successful uh, run of uh, the Lethal Lottery Tournament uh, for EC3 becoming Pod Swoggle champion. So he will defend it in a standard eight-person tournament this month. That, of course, means that still your Swoggle Squad champion is Tope. Nothing wrong with that at all. Sounds like a great champion, a fighting champion. He's a fighting champion, which means that Tope will be Swoggle Squad champion throughout Pod Slam weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't think that we're limiting you to four powers. Um because that's only in the case of, like, you know, certain... Like, we, we we're recording two shows tonight, but then we have Podslam. And I don't know how long that's going to go. So, Tope is Swoggle Squad champion until at least the Twitch event, which will be the Wednesday after Podslam, September 28th. 
So Toby's got two full weeks of powers on any recorded medium. How about uh, how about if uh, if Tope wants to use a power during Pod Slam, he uh, he has to uh, donate ten bucks per power. I, I'm I'm fine with that, and uh, we just hit our goal probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Deal. I can make that work. All right. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have opened my mouth. Should I? <laughs> she said twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Say that right now. I'm using all my powers at Pod Slam. Nice. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So we can rest easy. He could change that at any moment and not be a man of his word. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I trust Tope. Uh, but it's time to choose our next combatants. The Tope being champion, he gets EC3, two other competitors. I finished first in Pickums for Backlash. So I get two picks and then Rich. And wouldn't each get one? I got one from Augie earlier, but if Augie is currently suspended, we're going to let Spencer, because he was so close to reaching the mountaintop with Sloth yeah. just this past week. I only uh, lost because EC3 hit Sloth on the nuts like five times. It's true. <laughs> it was a really backhanded method of, of making it there, which is classic EC3. Uh, so Spencer has a name in mind, and I'm going to compare it against Augie's name when we get there. And if Spencer's is better then Spencer is going to be the representative for the, the Potswara title. So right. Let's get into it. Tope, you have EC3. Tope, give me uh, the person, uh, either one, either roster or non-roster, you want uh, first. I'll go non-roster first. I'll go non-wrestler. I want a star. I want someone who's not working right now. I want someone who got to tap the fuck out. Give me Phil Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> um, baby. Just That's twisting that knife. We'll get to it. That's very, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get there, unfortunately. Uh, very interesting, because, of course, he's currently booked for Swagglemania 3, so if Punk uh, takes this, he can defend the title against Scott Steiner at Swagglemania 3. Uh, all right, so my first pick, I'm going to do the non-game competitor first, but I am also going a wrestler. Uh, well, you said CM Punk's a non-wrestler, but whatever. Uh, so, look, I, you know, if, if you've been following March of Madness and stuff for a very while, you know, if we got EC3 involved, we got to counteract that the best way possible. Give me fucking Okada, son. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, baby. That rematch, dog. Give me that rematch. Oh, that match. It's going to suck if it happens. Yeah, I know. It's going to be four minutes. Total anticlimactic. Going to ruin it. I don't care. Let's go. Uh, Rich, who's your competitor this month? Uh... Well, I do believe I could pick anybody uh, in the known universe. So um, I look, you know, I'm in a drought. Uh, I after after the exquisite example Tope put on as as far as being a, a Potswoggle champion, I want to get back there. So I'm going to pick a, a true, tried, and a, a, a real winner. I'm going to pick Mickey Gall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck the hate. <laughs> yeah, fuck the, we're all gonna be dead in a hundred years anyway. <laughs> oh man, I'm just gonna ignore that. Widen. I'm sorry, man. Help <laughs> <laughs> I want the I want I want the man who ref that fight. No, I'm joking. I, I was lie. thinking the same thing. I was like, how do we continue this? Taking Herb Dean, Dana White. Yeah, I was like, who sings his opening song? Oh, I'm gonna take it in living color. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> The cast of the show, uh, not the band. <laughs> yeah, I want Damon Wings. Yes, I want me the clown. 
Oh, man. No, it's like Rich said, I'm in a drought. I was the first Swaggle Squad champion, and I haven't gotten it back since. I've been in a drought, sitting here, thinking about who I wanted, and then it came to me. Like a, like a, like a spiritual awakening happening. It just dawned on me that the man who was going to lead me to the promised land of being the champion again is God's favorite stepson, Tim Tebow, will lead me back to the promised land. <laughs> favorite stepson? Did God remarry? <laughs> well, well, well I, mean, I mean, you got to go, commandment one, thou shalt not have no other gods before me. So he's got to be the stepson. Because he's not but Jesus. Then he got... He got divorced, or he married into someone who already. Had, there's a lot going on well, here. Hey, no, maybe maybe God's wife died. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tim Tim, well, Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim Tebow is the child in the Da Vinci Code. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah okay. That, that's the place. That's the place. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, in Dan Brown's uh, text, is like, you see it in there. If you read everything backwards, what it says. If you Da Vinci uh, Code, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the, the the code that he had to do to unlock the thing, it wasn't Apple. It was Gator. <laughs> ah. Spencer, who are you bringing to the table? Well, I mean, I'm hearing all these picks, and I'm uh, they're, they're funny, I guess, whatever. Um, Fuck but, you too, buddy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mine is fucking hilarious, man. But I, I think it'd be better just to have like a real wrestler. It'd be better to have the most over guy in the entire WWE. I don't know why no one's picked him yet, so I'm going to pick James Ellsworth. <laughs> uh, yeah, Augie, uh, because he doesn't pay attention to anything, pick the Cookie Monster, who we've already had in this fucking tournament. Uh, uh, his other selection was Vince Wilfork, for whatever reason. Who is that? He's a foot. He's a he's a old ass football player <laughs> on the Houston Texans. I think he might have met Albert Hainsworth just out of sheer violence. Probably. But he picked Vince Wolfork. Of course, neither one were available. So it would have been Cookie Monster. But again, Cookie Monster's already booked on Swagglemania 3. So, uh, Spencer, congratulations. James yeah. Ellsworth is in. Uh, James I hope you're not he's offended. Gonna take it. No, he's going to take it. I hope he, he's going to be probably rated a 56. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got zero there. chance. James Ellsworth, also a Muppet. <laughs> I was about to say you're talking about Steve Cutler's mouth earlier. His mouth is weird. Was well, more yeah. so his chin. Yeah, as someone pointed out, he's completely impervious to sweet chin music. He's, uh, <laughs> he's <laughs> you cannot super kick That's him. Good. This is for mullet. He's, uh, he's like he's... a Samoan for super kicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is for mullet. He's Frogman. Oh, <laughs> he is Frogman. Oh God. Uh, what's up, Tony? I hope Paris is cool. Um, he's also, uh, no, nah, it's too dark and morbid. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's like every person that has a sob story in a truth commercial. <laughs> <laughs> <That's just laughs> oh, no. Uh, he, no. He smoked for 40 years. Tough titty. He, he um, just purchased <laughs> cigarettes, uh, at that convenience store where they yank all his teeth out. And, yeah. 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 Not yeah. enough, James. Not enough. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's going to be anti Well, we're guaranteed to have eight people that literally exist in the world because the Topenai's last picks have to come from the roster unless Tope can come up with something crazy. Uh, Tope, uh, who's your pick? Uh, let's stick with the theme, man. Guys lose super quick. Uh, Eric Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you taking 
<laughs> you lost in four seconds at WrestleMania. Uh, I am going to be so mad at you if I have to book Eric Rowan in the main event of Swagglemania 3, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> if he wins this. Like, Ellsworth will be great. I'll come up with something. Uh, Eric my, Rowan. Eric Rowan. Uh, mine's not really any better. because I'm going with the theme as well. Uh, my theme uh, of Japanese dudes. Because uh, I also know he's guaranteed to be in next year's game. And it's so random that in 2016, in a video game, not created, is Tatsumi Fujinami. Nailed it. <laughs> wow, yeah. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a badass. Give me Tatsumi Fujinami. I'm just going to keep saying it until I screw it up. <laughs> well, listen, that's what you've been practicing all day. <laughs> all right, normal 49. Tatsumi Fujinami. Tatsumi Fujinami. Tatsumi Fujinami. So I can even do it that fast, and I'm still I'm going to fuck it up so bad during Twitch. God. So uh, by the end of the podcast, I'll be able to announce the, the matchups for that title tournament. Uh, should be a good one. And it's going to be the last tournament on 2K16. And this will determine who defends the title at 12 Mania 3. But enough about that. Let's get into some wrestling news. Uh, I kind of want to go person by person and let each person uh, kind of talk about what they want to talk about the most uh, to kind of get it kicked off. Because um, there's been a lot that's going on. So uh, who has, like, one thing they really, really want to talk about? Uh, I'll start because I guess mine is going to be the probably the broadest. Uh, just talk about the brand sp- split in general. Yeah, I, I was hoping we'd get to kind of what we were talking about on Facebook the other night. Um, uh, do you want to go into like what we were discussing, like the MVP LVP discussion? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the, the the question that we were kind of discussing so far in the brand split is. Who have been, like, the three people that have benefited the most, or the MVPs of the brand split? And who have been the three people that either, like, you would have expected something to come of, and nothing has happened, or what they have done has just kind of fallen on its face? Or the LVPs, if you will, of the brand split? Um, I mean, Topi and I kind of discussed what our answers were, but if anybody else... Well, I mean, number one with a bullet for for most beneficial, I mean, Heath Slater. That's like, you cannot argue that. E. Slater is a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> he won the and, inaugural tag team championship, and with a future House of Represent, a uh, future representative for the state of Michigan. Yeah, uh, 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 and he's he's he has been so a superstar. Sure, for the past four years, ever since that lead up to Raw One Thousand, however long that that was ago. Um, also, while we're we have Rhino in our midst, uh, follow the real man on Instagram, Terrence Garen. It's like what's his, middle, what's his middle name? I do not know his middle name. It's Terrence Guido Garen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> God. Well, he's I at Terrence it. Garen on Instagram, and he is like the nicest grandma that knows how to use Instagram. He is so lovely. <laughs> It's the it's the most delightful. <laughs> I always thought he was like old as fuck, which he well like in wrestling, but he's like a year older than like Cena. Yeah, I think it's yep. insane. Uh, and he's been killing it. So WWE comedy and humor is obviously very hit or miss. For every Enzo and Cass, you have 
fucking old day. poop jokes and, and old day. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's been stricken from the record. Remember, it's been um, burned. Been burned. Uh, and the fucking like the trailer sketch where Rhino's just fucking making smiling faces out of fucking canned cheese was great. But if you didn't see the online skit with Heath Slater's kids actually in the ring, yeah. There are, like, four legitimate laugh-out-loud moments in that sketch. <laughs> it's crazy. There's a get-her-tongue chant. <laughs> yeah, because one of the kids <laughs> just doesn't have a tongue, so he needs he yeah, needs the job they, so he can afford a new tongue for her. Yeah, they stole that joke for from the National Lampoon's vacation, but I'm for it. Um, it's just everything about it works, and I know it's going to... It's a Cinderella ride that, you know, I'm not banking on lasting long, but hopefully from this, he's, he gets to keep doing at least this level of stuff and doesn't fall back. You know, his reward for the Legends thing was 3MB, which lasted like a month (laughs) until, (laughs) until it became, you know, exactly what all the rest of them are already doing. But yeah, he's made the most of his fucking time and... He got himself over, and there, and he's getting rewarded. It's fucking great. The thing, um, it kind of rem- the thing it kind of reminds me of is honestly, like blue pants. It's like you go from literally a one week jobber to one of the biggest pops of NXT Brooklyn. It's yep, like, and they paid it off. Hey, who would have thought? The same writer too. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Ward is a very good wrestling writer. Is what we're finding out. Yeah. Uh, Who's got another MVP for me? For SmackDown? For for either brand. For, All for, three I, of mine are from SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Also, one um, last thing about uh, Heath Slater. Uh, throw in there the shirt as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you talking about? Are you talking about the one they just released? Right. Yeah, his new shirt is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I just want that free agent shirt. That might be, the free agent shirt might be like the most simple and also nicest shirt WWE hasn't released, but someone just worn on television. That wasn't yeah, like yeah. it's crazy. It is, it. It'd be great because there's nothing on the back. That's why because they have to put shit on the back of every yeah. shirt. Yeah. Uh, when you were gonna have a new, another one, I think. Uh, my my MVP of SmackDown is I th- I think the Miz is been doing some of the best work he's been doing since he's been WWE yeah. champion. Yeah, he's, to he's do that! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To do that! Yes. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's just, it's so just simple. Like, I don't, I don't know how he got lost along the way, or if, if he lost it, or just the writing, or whatever like that, but yeah, if he's just the biggest heelish douchebag ever, it works. He's been on fire. Uh, and it's refreshing to see somebody, again, kind of like Slater, like their head was kind of underwater for so long. And, you know, they, they'd kind of get some breaths and we'd be like, oh, fucking put him back underneath. But now, <laughs> now you want them to have full breaststrokes again and just fucking keep swimming because this is what we wanted to see out of them for so long. You go. You go back real quick to the the big thing that happened on Talking Smack with him and Daniel Bryan. You go back and you listen to that whole thing. There's only one verbal botch in it, just one. Yeah, and it's pretty he easy would, to gloss over. Yeah, it's it's like you would expect the Miz back then to make like 
10 verbal botches, especially if he was talking in like such intensity that he was, but he only did one botch. And I, I was amazed. Yeah. The Miz, uh, I remember the night that hit and everyone's talking about, it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's good for the Miz. And I watched and was like, Oh, that's the promo of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and like, it wasn't even close. Uh, in, in addition to, like, making Talking Smack uh, an interesting show um, that has stayed pretty interesting if you keep watching it. Um, yep. And, yeah, I think what can happen sometimes is if you're a good soldier and not, like, a physical specimen, you can just kind of, like, fall into the shuffle of things, which, you know, is probably what happens with Miz very often. Um, but, you know, he, he got a shot. He didn't throw it away, and uh, to the point where he passed on his 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 WTD to Dolph, uh, and Miz was in the, this past uh, the, this past week on SmackDown. Miz is in the ring, cutting a promo. Dolph's music hit, and to that I said to myself, "To do what?" Uh, I was going to bring him up for LVPs. <laughs> like, he's getting more shots. Miz? Like, he's getting, like, no, 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 Dolph. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry, I'm sorry. Ziggler. Yeah. Ziggler. I was going to bring him up for LVP in that he got the WWE title shot at SummerSlam, cut some good promos, but is... Uh, Tope and I were discussing it during uh, Backlash, during that match. He was like, Hi, what do you think of this match? I'm like, it's good. You know, it's a Miz-Dolph-Ziggler match. It's it's going to be what it is. It's better... It's, it's the ceiling for those two working together. It's going to have a uh, reference and, to UFC 203 right out the gate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did, yeah. There's, there's, there's always been a level of expectation of The Miz in the ring, and that it's going to be, at best, good. I feel like Ziggler has been that way for a very long time, and almost now is like going to flatline in the ring, to me at least. His promos are better than his ring work to me now, which is insane. His his heel ring work uh, was a lot lot better than his babyface ring work. Whereas, yeah. you know, his babyface promos have a lot of fire and a lot of heart and energy yeah. into them. Um, the content within those promos don't really inspire me. But, I don't know. Like, I hate... And it's very lazy to just say he needs a turn or whatever. But in this case, like, it's been how long since he's been a baby or that he's been babyface? Uh, after Mania 29. Wow. So that's yeah. three years. That's Jeez. a little too long. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, so, yeah, so not to jump on the LVP, but he was going to be my number one in just that. When he got the shot, we were like, oh, okay, cool. They're going to give Ziggler the shot. And we were happy about it. And then even the promos, we were fine about it. And then just immediately I got turned back off just because of just uninspired shit. Um, other MVP candidates. Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily the brand split, but you could put Kevin Owens' name in the ring there. Owens was going to be uh, Owens and AJ in that the brand yeah. split didn't hurt them. Of course, they were going to get more opportunities. But right. doing what they've done with each one. Well, but actually, certainly... now that you mentioned it, though, because of the brand split, then you get to have KO as the heavyweight champion on one brand and AJ as mm -hmm. the champion the other. 
Whereas before it would have been one or the other. You yeah, know? the weight. Yeah, exactly. And then you get, okay, well, now what? KO does what? You know? Yeah. So in that, in that regard, they do be both alive. benefit. Yeah, it has been a time to be alive <laughs> where we got our main WWE product has fucking AJ Styles and Kevin Owens as world champions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and in the face of absolutely crap ratings, which we've talked about don't fucking matter anymore, uh, they're taking the ball and fucking running with it. AJ was going to be my third, and then if I had to pick somebody from Raw, it was going to be Owens slash Jericho. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just go ahead. I'll say just to throw out one more. I think honestly, I put them as my fourth, just as a group. But fucking the SmackDown women, yes, mm-hmm. definitely every single one of them, yeah. including what yeah. Eve, Eve Marie was doing before she got suspended. <laughs> Which I think is a I think it's a work anyway. <laughs> one, think, of uh, us, one of us. One of us. <laughs> Google gobble. Google gobble. Yeah. Uh, no, Paige is probably at work. Um, <laughs> you know, she's she, she doesn't even like the room. She's getting the tattoos for the story. Um, yeah, she's they, gonna get that. And uh, now they have. To start- she's gonna get that tattoo fixed to Albertsons. She's a real big <laughs> Albertsons fan. <laughs> it's her store. <laughs> Damn, that was fucking fire. What I just said. That was really funny. <laughs> Those those big Albertsons heads are popping off right now. Yeah, I mean, if anyone ever saw an Elvis commercial, man, you're laughing right now. Uh, yeah, the women, they have six distinct characters that can intermingle at any moment. And now you have Nikki and Carmelo off doing their own thing. You're probably going to have Natty Naomi doing their own thing. And you have Alexa Bliss being Becky's first challenger. It's fucking great. Yeah, Naomi, uh, Naomi really coming into her own. Naomi looks so good in that backlash uh, women's six-pack challenge. Yeah, just doing a springboard crossbody from the ring to the floor as a woman. You know, that's that's Insane. all. Um, yeah, women have been fucking killing. Again, more SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I have another uh, one for SmackDown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I don't think they'd be like top three, but definitely maybe like top five. Just to re-energize them, the Usos. Yeah. They, they actually turned the Usos heel. Like you don't ever, you didn't ever need to do that in the history of history. They did it, and they're just walking out there, just looking like a couple of fuck boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their backlash gear was definition of fuckboy gear, <laughs> which is like they fix it on SmackDown. Like, awesome. We now have fuckboy heels on WWE television. And, and yeah, like, they haven't been heels since law firms. They haven't. And I'm hoping that's coming. (laughs) Don't forget, we still have those law degrees. If if Primo and Epico are opening up (laughs) timeshares. So back in the mid '90s, we had so many fucking profession gimmicks, but it was ridiculous shit like garbage men yeah. and race car drivers. Now it's going to be just like legitimate how, things. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a I'm a tourist. Uh, I'm a yeah. fucking how how uh, in all of our lethal lotteries did I never like spew out timeshare salesman? <laughs> <laughs> like that's on me, and I apologize to you guys. I apologize to our listeners. I apologize to the timeshare salespeople in the universe. I'm sorry. 
Also, uh, I'm pretty sure we've drawn Heath Slater and Rhino as a lottery combination. <laughs> and now they're tag teams. And when we did that, Heath Slater and Rhino were what, Rich? What were they? They were Keepers of the Crypt. <laughs> Damn, I would watch that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pretty fucking cool. Uh, LVPs. Uh, who would LVPs of uh, the draft be? Uh, I have one. I want to see if anybody hits it. Well, I've got I one have on, one. <laughs> I've got one that's fresh in my mind. I have two. All right, so uh, let's just say them all, and then VR reactions will be able to determine who was the correct answer. Tope? <laughs> Wait, just or, or, say mine? Just say it. We won't go into each one yet, but just say it. Sasha Banks. Oof. All right, what? all right. Now, who's who's not jilted by their penis? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> mine too. Mine too. Yeah, go ahead, Win. Uh, Darren Young and Sami Zayn. Hmm. Okay. Spencer. Fucking Jack Swagger. Uh. <laughs> I mean, like uh, really? comparatively, no. Comparatively, like he's also benefited from this. Yeah, but, I, I've just got an axe. But he to, just sucks. I've got an axe to grind about what he just did. So. Matt, I, just just real quick on that, Matthew uh, with Botchamania put out like the best tweet about Jack Swagger from last night. He, uh, he's like, it reminds me of when someone wants to play you a mixtape when you don't want them to. It's like, you want to hear my new mixtape? No, why? No. Okay, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best tweet. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Jack Swagger in a minute. Rich, do you have one? Fuck, I had one earlier. God damn it. You, you say yours. Hopefully this drugs your memory. Bray Wyatt. Yep, that's yeah. God damn it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that was the one. That crust punk bitch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, we're going to tackle all these individually. Uh, I do. I, I'm going to explode if I don't say that three years ago Bray Wyatt debuted and beat King Kane, surrounded by a ring of fire, and now he just lost to Kane because. Um, <laughs> it's not to say that other. So let's start at the top. Tope, Sasha Banks. What's going on? Uh, I think the two. I oh, not Dana Brooke. Even though she somehow got that fucking huge pop on Monday for slapping Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte's but a I, good heel. That's how. Yeah, <laughs> no, she's. And I think that's the thing because I've never liked Charlotte, especially of the four of them. And she's gone far and away. And I just think like Sasha's been overhyped. She yeah, hasn't she, been as crisp. She's been sloppy, sloppy, but she always has been. Yeah, Mike work Charlotte, hasn't been great. If if you do a power ranking of the four on mic work, Charlotte is either one or two, depending on Becky. Like Becky doesn't talk a lot, but Becky's always smooth. Or even, Charlotte would either be number one or number two right now. Or even Sasha can't get through a sentence without fucking a word up. Yeah. Or even three, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh yeah, it's it's been it's been interesting. Uh, I think she's gonna come out of it she's just miscast like she's not a baby face they just did it because you know sometimes they listen to the crowd's reaction and they are like oh finally like we've talked about the usos and sometimes it's like hey you just ignored cena for 11 years and you're ignoring everybody else just let them still be the fucking heel and do their thing yeah but then you look at for for me it's like you look at I, i said the same thing before Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. It was like, okay, Dean's never going to be a babyface, and he's been one since the Shield, 
And it's like, oh, Seth's clearly going to be a baby face. And then before two weeks ago, he was one for two, three years. But maybe just her character doesn't do that. I'm, this sucks, man. Let's talk about <laughs> nice things. Uh, well, this is that section of the show. Uh, <laughs> Spencer, hit me with some Jack Swagger hate. Dude, I mean, like, first of all, like, I'm so... Oh, oh, okay. And now, it is time for the pod swoggle. Fuck you of the week! Anything that's USA-centric f- sucks asshole. Because mm-hmm. the WWE is a fucking global product at this point. So why are we having American-centric wrestlers at all? Like, first of all. And then you're going to have them come out the day after September 11th and beat up a guy in a turban. Granted, that guy won. Thank fucking God. But also, the way they were billing those two, I, Jinder Mahal, to me at least, was so obviously the face. And Jack Swagger was so obviously the heel. But I don't think that's how they meant it to be. Like... Jinder Mahal comes out and says, hey, okay, whatever. I'm an Indian stereotype. Whatever. Fine. But like, I'm all about peace now. And then Swagger comes out and says, fuck you. And then they have a fight. That's that's America in a fucking nutshell. Yeah, Raw ended with uh, George Bush uh, in front of Mission Accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> that should be his Titan Tron entrance. Choking on a pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now, uh, and now, Jack Swagger gets to drag down all the momentum that Baron Corbin was developing. <laughs> yes, uh, one. I'll give Jack Swagger one. He gets one. He brought up his hot wife on SmackDown, <laughs> which he just stole from fucking Carl Anderson. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, oh, yeah. we got to do that on TV. I'm gonna do it. That yeah. said, My we've been buddy. talking about his hot wife for years. <laughs> Well, it's true, but no. So, so he listened to our show is what he did. <laughs> well, so the the one cool thing about Swagger, or at the time I thought, is like, okay, cool. He, he his contract is up. He's moving to SmackDown. That's a really cool storytelling gimmick. So he goes to SmackDown. He's dressed like like a normal dude, like like street clothes. He's wearing like you know a black t shirt, jeans, wearing a baseball cap, chain wallet for some reason, and he's <laughs> delivering this promo like like, hey, I'm on SmackDown now. You think you know me, but you don't know me. Okay, so things are different. So I'm like, oh, okay. He's dropping the USA gimmick. Right, fuck it. Okay, cool. And then he ends the promo by doing his stupid We the People thing again. So it's like, okay, you're not dropping because, it. Because, and he won't drop it because that's the only thing he's ever had that's ever worked. Well, that's not yep. I mean, fucking, you have created for a reason, you know? <laughs> I know. If, you know, like, I know. if a guy who's like and an actual amateur wrestler, you know, can't do something, it's like, come on. Yeah. And it worked for him at a happenstance. What worked in that was Zeb Coulter cutting promos and getting yeah. it over, and then Cesaro carrying everything else. <laughs> yeah. And the song. <laughs> that is yeah. the real American gimmick 199.99999% and whatever decimal point oh 0.01 is Jack Swagger. Uh, I don't think anybody said it, but I'll, we'll just say it. Fuck you, Jack Swagger, so I can play the drop at the beginning <laughs> of this. <laughs> Uh, Whitten, who are your two? Uh, Darren Young and Sami Zayn. Okay, it's it, it's a thing of it's a thing of I think half them and half their circumstance. Um, I'll start with Darren Young. 
they had Darren Young go up against the Miz before the before the draft happened. And now he's he he's in a tough spot because the only title that he could probably fight for is the US title, which is being fought after by two people who legitimately should be in the main the big title picture. Yeah. Um so he's kind of complacent. But you have Bob Backlund there who who Bob Backlund could get a lifeless cockroach over. Um you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do something more with it. Probably not the best that they try to get it over with him fighting with Titus O'Neil, but uh, when the correct answer here is Titus O'Neil is an LVP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 can. Titus O'Neil will make Sasha Banks sound like a fucking professional orator. Yeah. So, so there you go. And then with Sami Zayn, it's kind of the same thing. I, I mean, he had he had the fight with Jinder Mahal, but before that. They really should have split him and Owens up Absolutely. and have and have Sammy be on SmackDown. Sammy yep. could be fighting for the IC title, and it could be there. Honestly, I'm hoping that with Sammy on Raw, I'm hoping they put Sammy with the cruiserweights because that is that's where he could really really shine. They, I think it'd be nice. Like I, I I've thought about that, and a lot of people have mentioned it. And as much as I don't want to see it happen. I liken it to like what they what WCW did with Pillman when they launched like the light heavyweights in the early nineties. Like this is one of our best guys, one of our most popular guys. Let's create something around him to let him shine. Uh, I think it'd be cool, but at the same time, it's like he's so much more than that yeah. that it's I, I kind of go I flip flop on it a lot. Um, the Jericho stuff should hopefully yeah. give yeah. him some good, solid shit to do. Rich, go ahead. You're going to say something. I was going to say it looks like he's had it. By drafting him and Owens to the same show, all you're doing is tempting yourself to fall back, which they've right. already done on that match. Uh, and, and yeah, but that's going over old shit. Um, moving forward. His program with Jericho should be good because Jericho's in a good place right now, as well as Zane is always there. Um, also, as we mentioned, the Cruiserweights, let it be known that we are recording this mm. as the finals of the Cruiserweight Classic is going on. So we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it during open opening ceremonies for for Pots. Sure. We'll just say that um, real quick uh, to to kind of back up Wynn's point, though. Rich, what was Sami Zayn doing on SummerSlam, by the way? Not being booked on SummerSlam. <laughs> he was playing fucking Pinochle with Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while we're, so before we get to Bray, uh, I do want to say uh, another loser of the, the draft so far was Sami Zayn's uh, partner slash non-partner for SummerSlam, Neville. He's healthy. Like, he's, he's yeah. around. Yeah. Like, Neville's available. I think I but, think the cruiserweights uh, but, they are waiting for for Neville. I, I think they are too. Uh, it's just he, you know, just you could do things. Do yeah. it. I'm just get the I'm, time. I'm just really hoping that because it's it, it it's a thing of it's like you're playing a game of musical chairs, but there's five people and there's only one chair because that's essentially what you have with the main title picture and then the U.S. title picture. With Rusev and and Reigns, if you want to put Neville or Sammy up there, somebody's got to drop off. And 
Well, with those but here's people, the thing, Witten. Uh, it's not all about titles, though. Like, there are plenty of other stories you could tell, especially on Raw when it's three hours. Yeah, but, it's good, but but it's it's a thing of you can tell those stories, but and this is the crux against Raw with it being a three hour show. Unless you put that story in the main limelight, people aren't going to get behind it, and people aren't going to get in- interested. No, you mean, you mean to but, tell me that you're not into the Best of Seven series with Cesaro and Sheamus? <laughs> <laughs> and and even then, the point that we're kind of making with Neville is the fact that he's not even in a best of seven series. He's not in anything. Yeah. He's not mm-hmm. in anything. That I was, was just, just the, the non-use, not the misuse, but the non-use. Yeah, that, that was my point. I was hoping we didn't even mention Seamus and Cesaro and just forgot it was happening. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. Been... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing with raw with me is like the, with the non-use is that, you know, so yes, I'm fine with them building Braun Strowman up, especially if we get the fourth MVP of the draft, James Ellsworth. Um, <laughs> I'm fine with Nia Jax murdering Alicia Fox and all these other women. You know, I'm, I'm good with that. But those are such short segments. I'm not fine with Bo Dallas's weird yeah. stomach to lower half region on my television. <laughs> His whole thing is, like, freaking me out. Uh... If you well, if you want to get more freaked out, watch him get arrested at an airport two weeks ago. Oh, I saw that. If you yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for the Hakuna Matata footage, but they don't have that. Uh, that's my thing. Is like you, you're using all this time, and you're using it well, but don't forget about the guys that are already ready for that time. Like, don't waste them on fucking superstars or main event or whatever their equivalent is. Yeah, yeah I just don't understand. Um, like, something must be going on in the back because like. They watched the network. They they saw Zayn versus Nakamura and Zayn versus any other motherfucker he's ever fought. So like they know he's like the you know essentially the best thing they got on the program and can make anyone else look good. Right. So there's got to be a reason he's not being used. Like you would hope. Like you want to get Reigns over. Like after the fucking U.S. title program with uh, with Rusev, put him in a program with Zayn. Like he'll get Reigns yeah. fucking over one way or the other. Um, and and I was talking with Spencer about this the other day. Uh, uh, like both shows, like End Games, have been for the most part good and satisfying. Yeah. Uh, but Raw has gotten there in like ways where they just give us an ending. That's like, uh, we we know that's the right decision. Uh, fuck it. Uh, we have two more hours to write. And uh, just that. Whereas, like, SmackDown is... They're writing a story. Like, it's just good storytelling. Like, last night. Tell tell me. So, for example, last night. night. The the show starts off... You might have to help me fill in the gaps. But the show starts off with uh, AJ, and he's in the ring, cutting a promo against Cena, right? Yep. Uh, AJ starts out, uh, uh, the champ that runs the camp. (laughs) Right, right, right. Uh, Cena comes out, and then Ambrose comes out. Right. And Uh, Shane. So yeah, yeah, and Shane comes out and he's like, "Yeah, okay, so what's that? We're gonna have a, a you know a tag team uh, thing later on. Uh, in the meantime, hey, good see uh, uh, Styles. Good luck finding a partner because you've alienated everyone in the back. But you go find a partner, buddy. So that's how the show kicks off. So you got the a plot right, and then throughout the whole rest of the show, the rest of the two hours, you, you'll see you know a match or a promo or something, and then you'll cut back to the backstage, and we'll get a little runner throughout the whole show of AJ looking for uh, you know a dude, and then a, I think." Pretty much every time, uh, whoever you would talk to, 
they would end up being like the next match. So you had this awesome, just like cool through line that was also propelling the the B C stories as well. And then the end of the show, we got right back full circle, back to how we started the program in the first place, and we got the A storyline with the the tag team match. And we also got Miz in there reinforcing his storyline earlier as well. It it's so the can, writing is so tight. Uh, uh, for the for the Potswoggle tournament, can I have Ryan Ward write my <laughs> matches? <laughs> it's insane. The use of time is so efficient. And it's just so such good storytelling. And and you have to give props to the the wrestlers as well. That's really nuanced for executing it. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, I was gonna say Enzo I'm wrong. <laughs> is losing to Epico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I've what if it's been that way, and you've already seen it. Also, not to get into NXT, because we still have to go back and talk about the massacre of, that is Bray Wyatt's career. Um, but like, you watch NXT, and like, ever since I don't know if he's still writing for NXT or like he's splitting time, but NXT hasn't been like it's it's not bad or even like just okay. It's still good, but it isn't it has like as cohesive of a stories. Or through lines as his writing does, yeah. and you already see the difference in what he's got going on on SmackDown and what NXT is kind of is now, which is just a bunch of really good guys, yeah, having matches with one another. You know, um, yeah, yeah it's kind of interesting to see that develop over time. Um, what hasn't been exciting to see develop over time is <laughs> Bray Wyatt, uh, Rich, because uh, I was the one that brought it up, but you were the one you, that had a hot take on Sunday. Uh, well, I'm just saying, you use the words Bray Wyatt and develop in the same sentence, so that's cute. Uh, <laughs> I I was implementing on Sunday for my pickums just the idea that I'm not, for any Bray Wyatt pay-per-view match, I'm going to take his opponent for the most possible points <laughs> until he actually wins. And right out the fucking gate! <laughs> It screws me in the dumbest way possible. He, he won. Uh, I had a factual error on Twitter. I thought that that was, uh, and by this, I mean a forfeit victory over Randy Orton, which he then lost the match because of Randy Orton, uh, was his first one-on-one singles win since beating Ryback at Battleground in, like, May of 2015. God. Uh, uh, that was his. That was his first. I guess you can say, "quote unquote," clean win via singles <laughs> on pay per view because he did beat Roman Reigns one on one, still over a year ago, but because of directly Luke Harper before SummerSlam. Uh, uh, buzzards. I was going to have you say buzzards. It's another person. I think I it was. Do you know what it is? Um. Uh, I don't. I don't remember who it was, but uh, if I'm Bray Wyatt, I'm like getting frustrated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, every time he's on screen cutting a pre-taped promo segment, I'm like, who cares? Why am I listening to you? You don't back any of this shit up against anybody on the roster. Beat me again. In three years. <laughs> and again, and again, yeah. and again. And again, and sometimes I'll have Eric Rowan, and sometimes I won't have Eric Rowan. But beat me again, beat me again, beat me again, main eventer. 
I just. I mean, and Eric Rowan's a fucking joke now too. If he wasn't already, I don't know, but now, yeah. <laughs> so it's like totally uh, inept, bungling idiots. Like a lot of them. Yeah, and also don't forget that in this entire time, in three years as a cult leader, he's managed to convert nobody. Yeah, <laughs> one person for a little bit. Has, has he's able to legitimately Daniel Bryan for a little bit. No, and Brian was it was a fucking ruse to get inside and tear them from the so anything White was the one that got brainwashed into thinking that Daniel Bryan oh. was a part of it. I need to go no, back I, and watch that because I always thought that was Brian snapping out of that. No, I no, I still blame Michigan State for all that. For, <laughs> for ruining that. No, Brian cuts a promo like the week afterwards that says, What better way to tear it down than from the inside out? Oh well. Good on you for re- actually remembering that. <laughs> what I'm here for, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, what do Everyone's you do? Like, oh, what do you do? Well, what you do is when they had that crazy thing with the New Day, you actually have Xavier switch sides to the the white family. Too late. Yeah, I know. Too late. What, what do you do, do, now? do? What do you do here from here on out? What do you do? You gotta start building him up again. You start start at the bottom, have him start beating guys, and then maybe challenge Randy Orton next year. Maybe don't do it right now. <laughs> I'm gonna challenge you for no reason, and I'm gonna get beat real bad. Remember that time when we fought, and like, <laughs> like you still beat me without beating me? <laughs> <laughs> like, come and beat me for real again. <laughs> <laughs> like it's still just the same thing over again. Yeah, it makes it's just and like no sense. Man, stop being so positive about yourself and get pissed off. Maybe he has good ideas, but because it's a PG era, they won't let him do it. So he's like, fine, fuck it. You come They're up with ideas. Some... No, I'm talking about like real devil voodoo shit. Then, then, yeah. then, like, if those are your good ideas, ask for your release. Yeah, go and, somewhere else. And yeah. Go somewhere where you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go to, go to juggle a championship wrestling. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Maybe, maybe you're right. Um, uh, yeah, it's. It's one step away, I feel like, to just being... I don't think it's going to get this far, because his first three WrestleManias were against John Cena, The Undertaker, and The Rock. Uh, And he's none the better for it. So it's... I don't think it's like the Vladimir Kozlov point, where where he's going to be drinking fucking tea and crumpets with Santino. But but tell me what the difference is between him and the Boogeyman. What did you say, Rich? Tell me what the difference is. Honestly, tell me what the difference is between him and the boogeyman. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> the difference. This is harder than I was expecting. Is the boogeyman uh, could tell you what time it was if you fucking asked him. <laughs> what did you say, Rich? Is the boogeyman could tell you what time it was if you fucking asked him. <laughs> and didn't beat around the bush. Just told you a nursery rhyme and not fucking whatever yeah. Bray Wyatt says. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, so I'm I'm watching these old episodes of Raw, and Waylon Mercy just got introduced to me. So I've seen a couple of his matches now. That guy is fucking mm-hmm. creepy. He's so creepy and awesome. And part of it is that, like, when he wins, which he does, he looks vicious. Like he will actually kill you and murder you while you're hypnotized, and you ask him to do it. Also, his finisher move is like a brainbuster, which looks insane. So it's like, okay, how about step one, start winning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's and that's what he got the fucking character and idea from, and right. it's 
it's how it started, and then WWE modeled it by being too culty and creepy mm-hmm. in FCW and NXT. It had it was a little more Wayland Mercy. Uh, two things I want to point out before we move on. Number one, my correct answer, Rich, to what's the difference between a Bray Wyatt and the Boogeyman? Uh, uh, two words: work rate and teeth. Number two, um, I believe I saw on Reddit or somewhere that uh, at this point in the year. Bo Dallas is one singles win away from tying his brother, Bray Wyatt. Uh, and I heard Rich almost throw up. <laughs> uh, any Anything else on individual performances? I mean, we're not really talking story. You know, They haven't really followed up on the Triple H thing. Um, of course, you can call Finn Balor uh, an LVP <laughs> just out of By poor luck. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, any anybody else they wanted to point out before we kind of move on? And I don't want to talk about it, but I'm glad Carmella's a heel now. Oh. Very smart. Yes. Okay. Like that. Yeah, she's been doing good work. I like I like all of them. And uh, Alexa Bliss killed it on Talking Smack last night. Fucking murdered it. That's what I heard. I heard. Yeah, I need to watch that. Uh, Tope. Um. So is Daniel Bryan going to wrestle again? Is that what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, seriously, I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, I don't think for WWE, but I fully anticipate waking up one day and the head article on CNN is Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle wrestled each other and they're both dead in the ring. (laughs) Uh, In a baseball field. In, wrestling, Jeff Jarrett handed out bars of gold. In King of <laughs> Prussia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Did we ever discuss the pyramid scheme that is now Jeff Jarrett's life? Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't remember. I blocked it up in my memory. Uh, He's the no, king of the mountain I of your think... gold that you sold him. <laughs> I think this time this year, Daniel Bryan will not be in the company. I could see that. And we'll either, and we'll just be doing it, like get fed up. Cause he said it like uh, with whatever local interview he had recently was like, it's like, there's days where I just get fucking pissed and like, I want to quit, but I'm like, nah, I got a, a wife and a fa- possible future family to take care of. But then I think this is a guy that probably like has never wiped his ass with like real toilet paper. Like, it's probably like some weird organic bark toilet paper shit. <laughs> they don't need money to subsist. And they're getting money from E! to do a television show now. Like, they're fine. Like, he doesn't need the WWE money. I, I, so I don't, I don't get that. I think... Or I think, I he's, think, I think he still has two years on his contract that he just can't get out of. Right. I, I think that there's a world there's a way. Like, mm. if he really, really wanted to, he will. And I think eventually he might. Oh, there's an easy uh, one. Just do steroids. I, I can just picture. I can just picture them <laughs> start dating Paige, <laughs> yeah. and and then go to Lucha Underground. Yeah, I can just picture. I can just picture him and Bree being like one of those couples that buys like those tiny houses that you can just like take anywhere with you, and they just live in that tiny freaking house and just bounce all over the country and doing whatever they want to do, and form a family band. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I don't think he will wrestle. Also, they bring him back. Like, again, no offense, he's earned it, but they're not going to bring him back to wrestle the Miz. They're just not. I think, I think they're using Brian and their history together to yeah. get the Miz back to where he needs to be. I agree. Um, yeah, 
right, anything else for WWE, SmackDown, Raw? We kind of grew, quickly went over NXT. We haven't talked since TakeOver um, and everything that's happened, but does anybody have any tech, uh, NXT things they want to share? I kind of talked about like the state of NXT earlier and that it's still really good. It's just guys kind of hanging around. Yeah, that's how it feels. There's a lot of like, cool dudes, but it's like, all right, well, who, what's actually going on? Yeah. Like, all right, Shinsuke uh, won the title from Joe. Okay, cool. Now what? What's going on? A lot of uh, not great women got sort of uh, injected into the... Not, not that they're not great. Just, they're green, I should say. Um, there's a few I'm actually looking forward to. There, one, well, of the, well, so first of all, Ember Moon's Ember Moon, fantastic. Great. Yes, fine. I, um, I think she's fantastic. She's dope. So she's going to do really great things. Yeah, and her finisher is bonkers. Bananas. Yep. Uh, she won't have a tailbone by 30, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Uh, um, I, if, uh, if Corey Graves is at 50% as what he was for every time Mandy Rose comes out, we're in good shape. Oh my God. It's the best. <laughs> it's so um, good. And I really, really like um, the other woman from Tough Enough. Was it Daria? Daria Baronetto, yeah. Yeah. I liked her a lot in that six-woman match that they had a few weeks back. Um, right. I was bolstered by them two. Um, uh, not so much Liv Carmella Morgan. <laughs> yeah, uh, Liv, Liv Morgan. All, number one, has thing. M- maybe the worst theme in wrestling right now all, uh, that weird uh, yeah, 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 just, yeah yeah like it's so weird all of it's just try again try again it's already done try again do it again yeah something else literally we already have two of these <laughs> <laughs> well i got um, two of those too um uh, uh and then who was the other uh it was alexa that's right um but yeah uh, and then they signed Crazy Mary Dobson, who's a, a great pickup. Um, hopefully, they sign Tessa Blanchard soon, which could be a backdoor way for them to sign Ricochet. Although I doubt the Ricochet, it. I'll take it. Um, anyway, I can get it. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward. They just need to actually start getting that time again. Um, but I feel like we'll be bolstered um, once again uh, in the women's division. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I like. Like, I like the authors of Pain. I didn't think I was going to. They're fine. I like them. Yeah. I like. I like. Um, uh, I like oh, all the other signings. We have Eric Young that's probably going to come back soon. We got Roderick Strong starting soon. We got uh, Big Damo from uh, ICW, who I've seen some clips of, is really, really good. Like, there's like uh, fucking Tommy End. Like, Tommy there's End, good yeah. shit that's going to be. Okay, so it's like you got all these awesome like indie dudes coming up and many of them who are already there. And it's like, well, what are you doing with them? There's no actual. And it's not on the wrestlers. It's on the creative. Like, what's the actual story? Is it just like a lot of these guys haven't actually reported yet? Well, but you got guys like Bobby Roode. You got, you know, you got uh, what's Austin Aries. You know, it's like Hideo Itami. Like all these like awesome dudes. You're not moving plot. There's no plot being moved at all. Yeah. Like what's what's the feud with with Aries and, and Jose? Or is it? Or is well, it's it over now. Now it's Aries and Hadam, uh, Tommy, which I was hoping they were going to insinuate that Aries was the one that took out Hideo, but sure. just, that doesn't exist. Like that, yeah, that's so, an easy fix. So that's not happening. There's but, nothing happening there that you set yourself up for. Yeah, but you left yourself that shot on the billiard table, right? And you decided to just try for the middle pocket instead. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, like, I, I, or like, no, it's not even that. It's like, let's just go play darts. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's better. do something totally different. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, one thing I'm excited about just from NXT is uh, I'm prepared for PodSlam weekend. Uh, I have it on my on my phone, but when we go out, the debut of No Way Tope. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you ready, Tope? Oh, wait, what do I need to do? Basically, just you're gonna act like no way, Jose. <laughs> oh, that, that was easy. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm not, I'm not actually. So it's basically you being El Negro Loco without the mask. Oh, that's, that's even easier. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like that was like partially insulting on my behalf, so I apologize. <laughs> that was that was insulting to you. Well, especially um, since like you just uh, insinuated that Tope was El Negro Loco, like. I don't know who that is. Like, that's I know. fucked up. I'm sorry. El Negro Loco is is currently helping all the orphanages in Harlem, just like El Generico is helping all the orphanages in Mexico. <laughs> hey, hey, he's from Compton, Mexico. Get it right. I'm sorry. Uh, if you didn't see the clip of uh, Steen at like some, I think it was like a Sam Roberts live podcast. Like one of the last questions where he goes, uh, I'm just wondering, uh, uh, whatever happened to El Generico? And Steen just goes, or Owen just goes. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> like, the most pitch-perfect, like, concerned tone. <laughs> it was fucking great. Um, oh, God. All right, what else? Right, so we talked WWE. We talked NXT. Um, I mean, uh, I have I have something. Oh, yeah. I, I totally forgot this. Like, this, each person wants to talk about something. Thing. Wait, go ahead. Uh, I don't know if anybody else did, but... Three words, delete or decay. <laughs> yeah, we, we, Rich and I watched it. We watched it. The director's cut. Okay, good. Um, um, b- better, worse than Final Deletion? It depends on what you mean by Really? Because the, the wrestling was non-existent. Right. Well, well, no, it, was, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't a match. It was, just a, it was just a fight. Yeah, definitely. But I, the, it was funnier... Because, I don't know, it's hard to say. It was funnier to me. Because they went to a zoo, just saying. The zoo is very funny. <laughs> I need, yeah, Jeff Hardy's next opponent to just be a kangaroo straight up. Yeah. Uh, we got yeah. to meet the spot monkeys. Um, I would say it was... Oh, God, the spot monkeys. It was highly entertaining. Very. Uh, I would say three and a half out of five stars would watch again. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, um... Yeah, <laughs> um... I'm 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 right there I'm right there with you. Uh, to me, the the best part and Mullen and Tope haven't watched it, so I don't want to spoil it. The best I, part. I watched, I watched oh, okay, okay. Well, the best part is when, of course, Abyss goes into the water and Joseph Park comes out. That, I popped pretty hard for that. Yeah, I did too. That that was great. <laughs> that was fantastic. I don't know. I I feel like I'm the last. Guys, I'm really struggling with this. <laughs> I hope you can legitimately hear it in my voice. Yeah, that I I've been I've been doing this for for 30 years, like my entire life, and I've never been so confused as to what my feelings and emotions are on things anymore. Just I, I pick the first word and go with that. Just 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 follow that emotion. It's, Boat. What? <laughs> boat? 
Go with it, baby. My motion is boat. Go with it, baby. Skarsgård for life. Boat got a name. The boat? All right, here's where we're at right now. Again, Wrestling Observer doesn't matter. But, like, as of right now, a gardener is going to win best non-wrestling personality, probably, in a fucking thing. In the world. Not even, like... And the boat might be third. Uh, second would be Vanguard <laughs> 1. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Which I was... I, I, I'm not sure if I remember this or if it was a fever dream, but I feel like Vanguard 1 got killed. Or put yeah, out commission. Like short circuited. I feel like I got really sad when that happened. It was a little depressing. <laughs> yeah. No, Vanguard um, won. Oh my god, the missed spot. I forgot about the missed yeah. spot with Matt Hardy. Oh my god, I forgot about that too. <laughs> wait, wait, the what? So when Tope, are, are, are we spoiling spot. anything for you or are you just fucking it? I'm fuck it. <laughs> so. Uh, Rosemary, like her poison Rosemary. mist, she spits at Matt Hardy. Yes. And he like sucks it in and then spits it back out at her in like yep. slow motion, obvious reverse, whatever. Y- yeah, like, you can tell that they filmed it of, of him spraying it out of his mouth and then just reversed the footage so it looks like he's sucking in the water that she spit at him. It's... It's... It's, it's, man, it's, again, it draws your eye, it, it entertains you in a not, like a not purely good way. (laughs) Again, it's still like now we're, now we fully crossed over to the, to the Sharknado territory of things. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But if they do, if they're doing things like that on television every week, Spencer and I had a legit 10 minute conversation yeah. about like, okay, they're doing this and they have EC3. They have like Trevor Lee, Mandrews. Um, they have, you know, a few other, we were able to kind of go through a few other people that are, are, are pretty good. We like, we like, right. We're firmly on their side. It's like, do we, do we start watching we start TNA? Watching TNA? And ultimately our As- answer was no, we don't have time. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Especially right now when, when Billy Corgan is taking over. And it's like, well, maybe that you know, ushers in a new change that needed to be made. Right. It's like, cool. You should have done this fucking four and a half, five, six, seven, eight, nine years ago when there was an abundance of time and a and talent a, and talent and a fucking uh, just a lack to simply put it. Of good product on television. How many times were we, 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 we go to record an episode and go, man, there's nothing to fucking talk about. Everything sucks. It's like, I'm sorry, man. You guys missed your fucking window. You want to be good now? Good for you. Yeah. There are literally six other hours of wrestling a week to fucking watch. Yeah. Uh, eight. That is an impact. That's also worth watching. Right. I mean, I just I just showed up sixty bucks for Bola DVDs. I'd watch. I'm watching that over TNA. Which well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. uh, But my point is, I'm spending like my hard-earned money on a show that's not even like a weekly product. Like, like TNA is there for the taking, but I'm like, nah, I'll pass. 
Yo, uh, uh, oh man, you're not gonna have those when I get there. Damn it, shit. <laughs> I know. I was really hoping they'd be here by the time y'all were, but it's well, unlikely. Oh damn it! Uh, which we have to get to in a second. Well, it wouldn't gush in a little bit. Um, damn. Uh, the, the the one quick thing I will say about this, and I did confirm this. So, Remy Sky, I mentioned this to you real quick, Mullet, and you had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. Remy Sky was famous before. She was famous hey, because. I this. Yeah, she was famous because she was this this New York Giants girl who would like the biggest New York Giants fan and was a model and was wearing all these Giants clothes and stuff like that. But she's so fucking stupid because all the pictures that she was taken with were legitimately NFL gear, which and she was profiting off of it, which you can't do. So the NFL sued her, and so she and, and she had to dump. She had to dump all of it. Yeah, that is Matt Hardy's wife. Yeah, I was like, when, when she married Matt Hardy, and they've routinely beat each other up. <laughs> like, they named their child think, Maxel. It's true. Decision makers, uh, my friend. That's not a kayfabe name. That child's gonna have to grow up with that name. <laughs> Tope. Oh fuck you. What? Oh, I thought you were making fun of my name, too. <laughs> oh, no! you a picture of this black baby again, Tope. Soft spot? You're, 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 you're saying we scare me. No, I was going to have you chime in on, on the state of TNA. What, 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 how are you feeling? I just... It's as good as it's going to get. Everyone says it's good. I've watched it, and I've been like, eh, you know... It's all right. I'll I'll watch all like the broken hearty stuff, but it's one of those things, man. I just it's gonna it would take something huge for me to watch every single week, and I still probably wouldn't. Oh, we haven't even mentioned the grand championship. That's and that's all we need to mention of it. Yeah, <laughs> there's a grand championship. That's it. They got like rounds and shit. It's gonna yeah, be great. It seems like a, an interesting concept. That was another thing that Spencer and I talked about when when we were having our conversation it's like it seems like it could be intriguing but again just there's no fucking time yeah when there's already tried and true product to watch we're gonna pick that over tna i'm just gonna spoil it for you right now your first grand champion is gonna be butterbean i'm just spoiling it right now (laughs) and i would i'd be okay with this i mean butterbean's legit like TNA bringing them Butterbean to be their Brock Lesnar would be amazing. <laughs> oh my god, I would, I would unfortunately. You remember that sixty bucks Spencer just spent on uh on fucking Bullet DVDs? I would legit spend at least like thirty dollars to see fucking Butterbean knock out Mike Bennett. It's <laughs> like like fucking. Would make Mike Bennett's face look like a butthole. <laughs> can, somebody, can somebody channel their inner Paul Heyman and pronounce Butterbean like he says Brock Lesnar? I can't do it. I'll laugh too much. That's you. I can't. I'm trying. I can't. <laughs> There's no My client. Butterbean. Oh, Rich just crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> That, that whole time between Hidden asking and Rich not saying anything was Rich building that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a well, spirit bomb energy. Yeah. Um, Bola happened. Bola was the shit. 
Um, don't don't talk about too much because I don't I don't want to know spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So so we won't so we won't let Wade and Gush then. Uh, yeah. Wade, you can have to wait to Gush until Spencer knows. Um, um, I am aware uh, of like the well, contestants, but not necessarily who wins stuff. Yeah. So that that would be Wade and Gushing. So. Oh man. Um, but, but I mean, I have watched, I have watched the preview. I've watched all three preview videos. I have done that. I have done that. So is Rich, I believe. God, my, can we just like, I know WrestleMania is going to be in Orlando, so we're definitely going to go to that. But like the year after, can we all just go to Bola? Let's just all just go to Bola. uh, Rich has been trying to get Bola together for two years now. I would, I would go. Yeah. I I know like tickets go on sale and they are gone like that. Yeah. I guess we'd have to be like. Max Lennox's butt slave for a couple weeks to get tickets. I'm sorry, he still just bothers me. <laughs> he's, he's the fucking worst, but you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. It's Bola, man, you know? <laughs> Rich, I mean this, Rich, alright, uh, what's the cleanest way I can ask this question? If, if What is that ever fucking front? coming to the equation here? I don't know, it's not be too distasteful, but it's still gonna end with, like, spitting and butts. If oh, Max Lennox... <laughs> Uh, if would you accept like a really creepy like tongue bath from Max Landis for front row bullet tickets? Would you take it? I'll just go the next year. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll take your place then. Also, also, I don't need front row. I don't need front row fucking bullet tickets. The room is a row. <laughs> All right, just all right. So you're at Bullet Live for the next five years. If Max Landis. Is allowed to touch your feet for three hours. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say, does anybody have his number? I'll say yes to that now. Good. I didn't say with what part of his body. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Use those good arches, Rich. Use those good arches. Um. All right. So. Uh. Um, what handle Bola? Uh, um, can, cool. So I, there's no, there's no, yeah. Can I real quick talk about one thing from Bola um, that I feel like we probably all can talk about again? Not fully informed because we haven't seen any of the matches, but just based off of the preview videos, <clears throat> um, you know, uh, one when Cody was like, "I'm gonna do all the indies and wrestle all these guys," uh, I was more so expecting him to kind of like start doing. Oh, expanding his moveset to be kind of more along the lines of like, these are all the things I've never been allowed to do. Looks like the same wrestler to me. Yeah, honestly, it, compared yeah. to all the other flashy stuff I was seeing and like the cool stuff, yeah, pretty underwhelming. Uh, and also, I would really, 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 I can't wait to, to, to see uh, Cody after he's checked off all those marks on that list um, and just has to be a regular independent wrestler. <laughs> like, uh, uh, welcome to the real world, buddy. Um, talk to Chris he Hero to about be- uh, how to fucking eat properly. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he, he's fucking bloated. Not like bloated as that like he's fat, but he's on some gas. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Cody sure. Rhodes does not look like that on a day-to-day basis. Sure, he's had some time to work out, but he looks off. Uh, I was expecting more performance-wise out of him uh, since coming uh, to the independence, and it's really just—I imagine they're Cody Rhodes matches, which are fine. It can—it can be an adjustment, you know. We'll see. I, 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 congratulations, Karen Jarrett. You're probably not going to be the most annoying wrestling wife. Um, <laughs> uh, 
And there was something else I was going to say. I forget what it was. Uh, oh, he was better than Kurt Hawkins. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm well, meant to say. Sure. Uh, I have to take uh, this weekly time to express my guttural hatred for Kurt Hawkins <laughs> and everything he stands for and everything that that character is. Uh, that vignette made the gobbledygooker look like the Godfather Part Two. Well, uh, I got this. I got this. Uh, point. Counterpoint. Dog, that shit was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Like, check it out, man. The last three or four weeks that they've been running these, you know, tired uh, Chuck Norris jokes as Kurt Hawkins facts. That sucks. That's lame as hell. That's the worst thing you could ever do. It's so lazy. But having him just like show up and and say them and be so goofy and pretend like he's being serious. I thought it was like the only way you could kind of pull those out of the fire. Um, so I was actually like, all right, let's see what Kurt Hawkins is up to. Like one of them, one of the things he delivered was upside down. And when the camera panned out, we realized we were looking at him from between his legs. It was like, fuck it. Just go, just go do something. Here's my, here's my counterpoint to your counterpoint. He thinks, I don't think he thinks this is funny. (laughs) I think he thinks this is fucking cool and awesome. And in 10 years, he's come up with a cane and ripping off Chuck Norris facts, and I just can't get behind that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll be eating my words, you know, when he debuts, whenever that is. But I was like, okay, maybe he's not so bad. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I feel like um, you uh, would know more than I do, though. So I'm gonna probably lean more towards you. Also, I've had to deal with him in fucking shitty high spot interviews, just hogging all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And he's annoying. Uh, Anything else? Did uh, did anybody not get their their main thing they wanted to talk about? I'm good. Yeah, I just wanted to bitch about Swagger. Cool. <laughs> so we're good then? Nothing else? I mean, we could talk Sweet. about... Sweet! So, so thank you for listening to Pops. <laughs> 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 That's uh, Pops Slam. All oh, kinds of things. Up. No, we still got like two minutes and four seconds left of tape. Let's use it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to save all your thoughts for after we go, or do you want to just get it out at first? I feel like it would be unfair to the audience for you guys to not have the opportunity to say everything you want to say. And I will be the bigger and I will let you guys go ahead. Well, if I'm I mean, I, go, yeah, go go ahead. I I mean, I probably just have like one thing to say. Go, so go, go ahead. Go ahead. You got one thing. Well, I gotta think of that one thing first. <laughs> uh, I have a few. Yeah, I got one yes. phrase kind of running through my head. Sure, go ahead. Uh, I, I, if if I had to say one phrase, it'd probably be CM Punk tap the fuck out at UFC two or three. <laughs> CM Punk. Tap the fuck out <laughs> at UFC 203. Wooden, what'd you want to say? Oh, oh yeah, I know, I got it. CM Punk <laughs> tapped the fuck out at UFC 203. Hey, Is this not one of those group mind things, or are you playing this one? <laughs> Where's that good, baby? <laughs> We're calling it in the ring, baby. <laughs> we gotta lay that shit in. <laughs> gotta protect the business. <laughs> okay, say the fucking sentence. 
Oh, uh, CM Punk tapped the fuck out at UFC 203. <laughs> I had I had like 12 I... other things I wanted to say, but like, <laughs> worth it. Hey, for real, like, yeah. Rich, Rich and I went out with a couple of friends. We went to like a, a bar that was showing the fight on like every TV. Punk comes out, his music hits, everyone's like, okay, all right, let's do it. They announce his name. People in the bar were applauding. And then the match started, and he got taken down in the first two seconds, and everyone went, oh. <laughs> and then the match ended. <laughs> and here we are, baby. <laughs> it, it, it was like... His, his music hits. And what I, a fucking mark for himself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. love music. Music is what like helped me get through my fucking shitty childhood. You could have fucking come out to Bouncing Souls, Minor Threat, H2O. Fucking rancid. Uh, fucking play with my dick. Fucking <laughs> Cole Cabana's music, who you're not friends with anymore, apparently, if you believe less than dirt sheets. Um, fucking, and you come out to fucking cult of personality. You want to hit off that fucking sports entertainment pipe again so fucking bad. <laughs> don't do any more amateur fights. Dana White won't let you do any more UFC fights. Out of concern because he's your friend. Dude. Just uh, do a good lucha thing, baby. Do a good lucha thing. Do a good honor <laughs> thing. And and so that that moment that you were describing in the bar, Spencer, where everyone's like, "Okay," see, and then like as soon as he gets taken out, it's like, "Oh, it's like watching your child that's been playing youth soccer the entire year, and <laughs> God, she just sucks." But like the last, the last game, it's like, you know, wouldn't it be great if she got a goal right. and then she has the breakaway? And she swings, and she just totally whiffs on the entire and taps ball. Taps the fuck out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looked like a battered wife. <laughs> like it was. God, he looked like he looked like every unfortunate woman from Kentucky at the end of an episode of Cops. <laughs> and, and the thing that I fucking love and hate so much about it is, it seemed like he practiced how contrite and humble. He needed to be after the match. Like that of everything was the most fucking manufactured thing that told me he fucking knew he was going to lose from the get. I mean, you saw, did you see the payouts? Sure. Did you see Randy Orton's tweet when he was asked if he'd ever do MMA? I know. I, I know there was one, but I didn't actually see what it said. Uh, he 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 had like four different answers in one tweet. I was like, "Hey, would you ever do MMA?" He's like, "No, I like consistent money, uh, not just like all one lump sum payouts. Uh, plus, I'd probably go to throw a fake punch and then get choked out." <laughs> Lol. You're supposed to be your friend. <laughs> uh, at the very least, I was surrounded by delicious meat. <laughs> and so was didn't, have to, didn't have to watch live. I was, it was good. It was good to bust those two shirts out of the closet again. Yeah, I wore two shirts that day. <laughs> Look, man, I'm gonna give you the most boilerplate answer. You know, he got he had the balls to get in there and do it. All right, you're suspended from the show. <laughs> <laughs> I would have the balls too to make. A million dollars to get the fuck beat out of me for two minutes yeah. when my opponent is beating me up is making like fifteen grand. It's <laughs> go, Tope, go, go. I didn't say I 
didn't say anything. All I'm saying is that people are giving Tim Tebow a lot of shit for playing baseball right now. What's the difference between what Punk did and what Tim Tebow's doing? Tim Tebow. Thank you. I had a good... Tim Tebow's on a... <laughs> Go ahead. Wait, what no, you going to say? I like what you're going to say more. <laughs> They're both good slams. Say them both. <laughs> Uh, Tim Tebow is on a team now, and he could – he it was a mini slam. He could get out in, like, two months, three months. I admire Punk for what he did. See? Not a slam. Thanks, Tope. Rich, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say uh, – uh, forget the, 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 the Tebow thing. Um <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, it's just, uh, funny that we like humored CM Punk's two year (laughs) fantasy camp of wanting to play MMA fighter (laughs) and, and, uh, and, and, and this is the main point. Tope not just called it on the podcast, but called it just before the fight too. Um, as we were all texting as we do, uh, Tope said, if Punk can stay on his feet, he has a chance. (laughs) What's five seconds? Was it even five seconds? Uh, no. He might as well have started the fight on his back. <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of MMA and UFC, and it's like whoever idea in his camp to be like, let's rush the guy yeah. who's a fucking tap out expert. When oh, first off, punks punches suck dick. They oh, they always have you when they even when they were fake. <laughs> so. <laughs> the second he was on the ground, it's like, well, no need to watch it. I, I would have turned the fight off the second he went on the ground. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I'll say about this, and it sucks because it's down a note. Uh, credit, credit, credit. Dream, dream, dream. Uh, <laughs> Ape was proud of him. Um, <laughs> it was... There was a certain part of me, and I fucking loved Punk as a wrestler. I don't know how good he is as a comic book writer. I don't read his shit. But uh, when you want to talk about just like come to Jesus moments, the look on his face in the post-match interviews and the press conference, he had the look of somebody who's never failed in their life. Mm. Um, and just thinking that, and, and, and being imbued with a false sense of skill, talent, and bravado, and finally coming to terms with something that he cannot do. He, he wanted to be a wrestler. He got to the top as high as he could possibly go. He, on a whim, wanted to fucking write comics. He's writing for fucking Marvel. And they let him continue to write comic books. And UFC is the one place where it's like, well, we either fucking can do it or you can't. The proof will be in the pudding. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it was just a, a moment of just like it's it, him realizing that like he is just a fucking just like the rest of us. You're not fucking special when it comes to that. And that made me feel good. <laughs> made me feel <laughs> Better than the one. The one thing I will. The one thing I will say is that hey, 
starting off on the same path that Brock Lesnar did, 0-1. No, Lesnar beat the fuck out of some big Korean dude before. <laughs> no, but he, he lost his first UFC fight. To a former world champion, and he almost yeah. won that fight. Who he should have won that fight, and then he won the rematch for the title. That ignored the semantics. <laughs> <laughs> I should have taken the compliment. <laughs> hey, well, at the very least, you know, I'm sure his man- marriage hasn't had irreparable damage from everything that it seems like he put her through, and he still has his best friend to go hang out with in Chicago, and <sighs> the. the, the... In five the years, we will find cool. CM Punk hanging by his fucking neck in his closet. What? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! No! Rich! Rich! Why would you do that? Rich! His walk-in closet. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was gonna correct. I was gonna correct it to Bowflex. <laughs> oh God, we're bad people. Right. This won't be funny like in two years. Oh, oh, won't. Oh, oh God. Either that or he's coming back to main event uh, WrestleMania uh, against fucking uh, uh, who would even be in five years? Roman Reigns. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Can't wait. Are you done? Are we all done? Are, we, are you guys done? Yeah, I think I got it all. No, out. I'm good. Oh wait, I just got I just got breaking news. Uh CM Punk is now gonna try to be an astronaut. <laughs> oh good, good. good. <laughs> CM Punk is hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. <laughs> To, to be fair, CM Punk would have had a better chance to be an astronaut if he had won, like, Guts when he was, like, eight and got, like, a space camp pass. <laughs> he had a better chance at that than UFC. <laughs> Two fucking years, man. Ugh. Yeah. Edge's kids suck. And so has got a <laughs> shitty voice. And Steve Austin's an alcoholic. And Shinsuke Nakamura's fucking cool guy with leather pants. <laughs> <sighs> you all see. I know I'm doing the monologue from the jerk when I'm leaving and taking shit. <laughs> <laughs> all I need is my CM Punk is all I need. And the Pepsi bottle. CM Punk and the Pepsi bottle is all I need. <laughs> uh, what an asshole. Anything else? <laughs> no. no, I'm good. Cool. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We encourage you, as always, to check us out on arcadeaudio.net for uh, all our other shows in the Arcade Audio Network. Of course, Podswoggle is there as well. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Please leave us a review and five stars there. It helps us very much. Subscribe to your podcast automatically every single Friday. Hit us up with an email, potswoggle at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. You can also follow us on social media at Potswoggle on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on Twitch. September 28th, live on Twitch, the Potswoggle title tournament, the last Potswoggle title tournament for 2K16 before Swoggle Mania 3. Uh, it'll be around 8.30, 9 Eastern as it comes closer. 
the matches are, after randomizing them up, EC3 versus Tatsumi Fujinami. So we're going to get EC3 test his medal ahead of time. CM Punk versus Mickey Gall. No way. No. <laughs> oh, I did this an hour ago and forgot. Eric Rowan versus Tim Tebow. And Okada versus James Ellsworth. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and I can also officially announce uh, for Swagglemania 3. This is a big one. This is a good one. Uh, the two most prolific Swaggle Squad champions, or Pod Swaggle champions, I should say, going one on one. It's going to be Finn Balor, who has the record for the most successful Pod Swaggle championship defenses against the man who's number two and the only man to survive. Two months as Podswoggle champion, Jason Voorhees. Hmm. It's the Demon Ooh. versus Jason. Neither men could barely be beaten. Something's got to give. Swoggle Mania 3. That's coming up in October. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be Saturday or Sunday yet, but that'll be coming out soon. Uh, yeah. And of course, in just from when we're recording this, 10, but from when you're hearing this, in eight short days, is Pod of 2016. Rich, tell the people all about it. September 24th at the Bug House Theater here live in Chicago or arcadeaudio.net slash podslam. Just like we did last year, podcast marathon to benefit Connor's Cure. A uh, bunch of different shows. We have wrestling podcasts. We have movie podcasts. We have storytelling podcasts. Um, but they're all falling under a wrestling theme. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're raising money for Connor's Cure. Um, you guys have been doing a hell of a hell of a hell of a job uh, so far. We've almost doubled the amount of money that we went into last year's Pod Slam with. So that is amazing and bodes well for what we're going to do on September 24th. Um, uh, shows are going to be great. Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling will be there. Uh, uh, several other uh, uh, arcade audio shows will be there. Uh, this week we just added a Chicago Storytelling Podcast. Um, we still like you. Uh, which very excited to announce that as well. Um, but yeah, check it out. All the info and the link to donate is at arcadeaudio.net slash podslam. Ticket information, show lineup, and more. Arcadeaudio.net slash podslam at the prestigious Bug House Theater in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, and thank you guys for, as of press date, already beating where we were at before Podslam 2015 last year. Uh, we're eight days away from the event even starting we're already got a huge jump um which thank you guys so much for all your very gracious donations shout out again to the heels and heels for the promo code matching donations up to 500 dollars. it is fantastic uh also want to give a little special uh, promotion um to uh another show that we're going on there that i'm very excited about if you listen to picked up last year uh the 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 pod slam all-star rumbles coming back i uh, got a lot of good stuff there also going on that day, if you're in the Chicago area and are interested, I know we're still looking for finalists for this, but uh, a live Podsol versus. Um, if you're interested, hit us up at podsamlive at gmail.com. Let us know if you're going to be in the Chicago area and feel like you want to throw down with some wrestling trivia. Um, it's going to be a live, uh, awesome show that I'm glad I remembered to mention because I have to ask Tope a few questions about. And uh, yeah, it's going to be off the hook just like the entire day. Um, we're all going to be there. Uh, Chicago, you have no idea what's in store for you. None whatsoever. And that's just Widden. Widden's going to go apeshit. Hey, it's, oh, it's always the silent, quiet ones that you got to look out for. <laughs> 
Exactly. And with that, Wendy, have any last thoughts? Seriously, people, go to Pond Slam. It's it's going to be great. Just I, I had a ball of fun last year. Can't wait to have more fun this year. Uh, and also, on a little side note for that, Tope, I got to thank you and RJ because on the recent episode of RJ Hates Rap, you guys uh, commented on my good karaoke skills, and I can't wait to break those back out uh, to celebrate Pod Slam. So it's going to be fun. Everybody needs to come out, raise money for Connor's Cure. Uh, you are not going to want to miss this. Absolutely. Rich, do you have any, uh, is the Blue Frog, is it a go for Friday night, or we got to go someplace else for some karaoke? No, we'll find a better place. Yeah, uh, the, the place I scoped out, eh, there's better. Okay, good. So I'm counting on you. Do you have any final thoughts? No, there's better karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, Augie, final thoughts? Um, for real or as Augie? Well, Augie, yeah, Augie, and then we'll get, get, get to you. Um, it's now up to 70% of my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that's in the room is Rich. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but, uh, when, when is this, when these, uh, these go up on Friday now? Is that right? Yeah, they're Friday. So this will be airing in two days. Okay. Um, well, I, uh, if anyone is interested in uh, picking back up with my uh, raw blogging, that's going to be starting again uh, in a couple of days uh, on Monday. So if you're interested, you can check it out. Uh, I stopped because I was writing about stuff that I didn't like and I didn't care about and I didn't think it was worth reading. But now here we are, September 1995, Monday Netro has started up and the Monday Night Wars are about to begin. So that's uh, what I'm going to be writing about. I am so excited for this. As I, we talked about on Facebook today, 1995 is one shitty-ass year, but just get through it, and you're about to experience... Uh, you're about to have a lot of fun. Can't wait. So excited. You're, yeah. I'll tell you right and now, spoiler for uh, number one, WCW is 100 times better than WWF. It's crazy. Yep, and everyone's old. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> old and still better somehow. There's not fucking plumbers and shit. It's true. Uh, have you gotten the t- have, you, have you gotten the teal hopper yet? No, I'm I'm two episodes in. No, okay, he's, I, he's I think he was in '96. So don't worry. You have a oh, wrestling okay. plumber. No, I don't know who that is. To. Okay, you you'll know. You'll know. He had a plunger with a name. <laughs> Tope. Final thoughts. Uh, I do want to apologize for all that CM Punk's up before. It was actually two minutes fourteen seconds, not two minutes four seconds. <laughs> an extra 10 seconds before he tapped out. Cool. Do you want to apologize to the the woman you masturbate to like you do every week? Or Oh my god. Uh, first off, twice. <laughs> and apologies to Kathy <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to play our cards, but uh, I forgot. We did receive an email. When were we going over this email? What's the, I don't think what's it was the... time sensitive to Pod Slam. Oh, so yeah, pay, you, you told me not to look at this. Yeah, I mean, I was waiting for a show. We don't have to do it at Pod Slam. If we do it for Pod Slam, yeah, that might be a little crazy. Uh, Tope, go to our go to the Podswoggle email and uh, share uh, as we wrap up here the email that uh, we sent to it. He specifically has a question for you. Okay, give me a second. Oh. <laughs> I don't like that sound that was just made. What? That was even more terrifying. All right. The question. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. 
going? <laughs> uh, you, you guys said you read any fan emails, correct? Hmm. If so, then it's with a heavy heart that I have a question for Tope. Sigh. Why do you apologize to the homie Kathy Kelly too? Um, P.S. Apologies to Witten. I still don't have a question for you. Hashtag open book. And attached are six very beneficial pictures. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a way to describe them. <laughs> of Dame Kathy Kelly. Uh, <laughs> he has not been knighted yet. Uh, she's about to be, baby. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Close the show. <laughs> how does that even? How does that even go in there? What? <laughs> what? Your imagination is forming the pictures in the different images. I think. No, I was talking to myself. Oh. <laughs> for Tope's gross ass and the rest of them This is Mullet signing off for Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast Entertainment We are slogging off and Tope needs to go Buy a new chair That's no no Yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>